He decided to go completely organic about 12 years ago. It made it harder to find non-GMO seeds, and he had to travel a little farther to take his crops to market, but he got a better price for them. Besides, he felt better about growing things more naturally. Another downside of organic farming was that he had more government inspections than before. Sometimes he longed for the days his grandfather told him about, when farmers just farmed the way they saw best and then sold their crops for the highest price they could get. A few years back, he had a couple hundred head of cattle also, but he sold most of those when the price of cattle got low and feed prices were too high to make it worth his while. Now he just kept a few head to butcher for their own use. He usually split them with his kids. He had been hauling manure most of his life, but a few years ago, the government decided that farmers should take classes and have to get a license to be able to spread manure. That seemed like a little too much regulation to him. He also heard that the EPA was toying with the idea of regulating dust that farmers created. With the United States Department of Agriculture, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Food and Drug Administration, and other regulatory agencies, he was getting tired of all the regulations and extra paperwork he had to do just to satisfy some bureaucrat somewhere. After all, it was not likely that anyone in the government knew as much about farming as he did. The crunch of tires on stone interrupted his thoughts. He decided to step out of the shop to see who was here. Visitors out here in the country were fairly rare. He didn't recognize the pickup truck, but when a dark-haired guy got out wearing jeans and a flannel shirt, he recognized him as a farmer he had met a couple of times. Hello, Jim. What brings you over here on a rainy day? John asked. Jim Rush lived about three miles away from John. Though he was nearly 20 years younger than John, he farmed nearly twice as much ground. John had heard that Jim was willing to take more risks in some of his business dealings than most people. John, do you have a minute? I'd like to talk to you about something. Sure, come on in the shop. We can talk there. John held the door in motion for Jim to have a seat on a stool near the window. So what brings you over here? Anything I can do for you? John asked. Well, Jim began, it's a long story, but I'm planning on selling out, and I was wondering if you'd be interested in buying my tractor I bought two years ago. If we don't have to go through a dealer, I'd be willing to sell it for the same price a dealer would give me for it. What gives, Jim? Are you tired of farming, or you don't want to talk about it? Well, it's kind of a long story, but if you really want to know, I could give it to you in a nutshell. John replied, I'm just about done putting my tractor back together, so I've got time. John, even though we go to different churches, I know from what I've seen and heard about you that you are a Christian, so you might understand where I'm coming from. I believe that it's time for me and my family to leave this country. I have three young children at home, and I don't want them to grow up here with what I see coming. Now, wait a second, Jim. I'm not real happy with a lot of things that are going on here either, but this is one of the greatest countries that has ever been. There are still a lot of good people here. Don't you think that leaving the country is a little extreme? I've thought about it long and hard for over a year now. I've looked at the options. I don't think I've got any other choice. I don't think our national debt is a solvable problem, and I don't think many of those in power want to solve it. I also think the dollar is very shaky, and it could fall drastically if anything happens to destabilize it. On top of that, Jim continued, I think God has allowed us to have the leaders we have today to bring judgment to America. I think we have turned our back on God too many times, and I don't see any sign of repentance in this country. I think before long we will have a major financial crisis, and I believe we will see martial law here. At that time, I believe the government will begin nationalizing the farms and other property. I honestly believe that things will get worse from there. 
I'm sure you think I'm probably crazy right now, but I have to protect my family, and this is the only way I can do that. Wow, John said, that is a pretty big nutshell. I'm not sure what to say. I can see some of the problems you're seeing, but I can't imagine it could get that bad that soon. Not here with the Constitution we have, but I guess that is up to you. Where would you go that things would be better? I've looked at a lot of places, but there are a couple of countries in South America that look pretty good. I'll probably go down and check them out to see what seems best. I will definitely do a lot of praying about it. Jim, if you're sure about this, I have thought about buying a new tractor, but I hated to pay the prices they want for the new ones. I'd be interested in looking at yours. Here's my email address. If you do leave, would you let me know how it's going for you? Sure, John, I'd be glad to. Not try and talk you out of buying my tractor, but give what I said some thought. I'd hate to see good people caught in the disaster I believe is coming. As Jim left, John was lost in...